Welcome to another episode of Little Talks, your weekly dose of marketing news and insights from Littlefield Agency. All right, welcome to another Little Talks. It's been a couple weeks, um, and uh, this is going to be a weird one too, I think. And if you're new, if you you know if you subscribed last week because you were promised a lot of HubSpot inbound content this week, welcome. I hope we deliver. <laughs> Uh, Sam is out today. Uh, he has um, Tulsa Small Business he has, Summit. He has a lot going on today. He's he, well. I think he's got a doctor's appointment for his son this morning or something. Matt Matt's not feeling well, and then he has. Go ahead, Taylor. What is the other? Tulsa Small Business Summit and award with the Tulsa Regional Chamber. That's a mouthful, but it's an honor for Sam. It is. He won the Family Entrepreneurship Award. S- small, yeah, I believe that's correct. We, we've mentioned this one on the podcast. Today's the official luncheon. Uh, or maybe tomorrow's the official luncheon. <laughs> I think today's, today's the, the luncheon and tomorrow's the award the ceremony. Award ceremony. At night. Yeah, they really drag it out, and uh, it's it's this is it. So he's getting. I think they're. I asked him if he got a trophy, and he said he wasn't sure. He didn't think so, but um, if he got a trophy, if he gets a trophy, we'll see it next week. That's exciting. He deserves to be celebrated two days in a row. At he least. does. Sam, yeah, Sam. Sam works hard. Sam's a good good guy. Okay. So this week, um, we're, we're changing up a little bit. Uh, we're not going to spend a ton of time at the top talking about the agency because Taylor and I have been gone for a week. A week. It feels longer. Yes. And we don't know what's going on at the agency. The only thing I know for sure is that rib crib is back. Woo-hoo. And, uh, if you follow us on social, you've seen those posts. I hope, um, our old friends at, uh, rib crib, have returned to us after uh, having to, we had to split up at during the pandemic, which made complete sense. And uh, they're, they're back now. We love Rib Crib. We do. Okay, so let's let's get into it. Uh, I, Brandon, is everything okay? Brandon has new. We've talked about the new equipment for a few months. It's a sick setup. It's it is. We made use a photo of it uh, today. Post a photo of it in the uh, podcast accompanying article today. But he has uh, a light up board. Um, we have brand new mics which I, I think I sound better. I can't tell. I want to think so because they were expensive. I think it sounds great. Yeah. We have, we have new mics. We've got, uh, yeah, it's a whole new setup. We'll, he we'll played us some funky beats to start out. It's got all these preloaded sound. Give us a sound effect, Brandon. Just your... <laughs> everyone's favorite. Can we have another? Oh, <laughs> record Wait, scratch. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. One more, one more. <laughs> yeah. Some weak, weak applause. That's what I'm used to. So that's pretty... There's a rim shot in there you could have used. There it is. <laughs> we're, we're still working out the kinks on that. Um, so anyhow, Sam's, Sam's out today, and uh, the, the, the second mic today will be uh, manned by Taylor Bartley. Hello. You do, there it is. Yeah, he's, he's getting the hang of it. Um, and Taylor and I, were, like we mentioned, we're at uh, HubSpot's inbound conference in Boston, Massachusetts last week. Um, we had some lobster. We did have some lobster, some uh, chowder. Do you want to give them their um, Boston accent? No, I, I don't it's want to offend good. any Bostonians listening in. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's, it only kicks in when I can do an, an angry uh, script. Yeah, we had um, some uh, airport yeah, snafus. Airport was kind of wild. But we made it home safely, so that's all that But matters. we made it. So um, for those for those who have not followed any of that, uh, HubSpot is a CRM program that uh, allows you to kind of gather together your, your contacts and does all sorts of good marketing automations for you where you can um, send out emails, uh, social media posts. It has a service hub that we're about to start getting to with uh, one of our clients. Um, it's, it's a lot. There's a lot of things that go on with HubSpot. And uh, they get together every year and have a conference where they talk about new 
technologies and new features that are coming out for the platform. And in addition to that, they invite a ton of industry leaders to come and speak and kind of do these sessions. And um, then they, some people that are not industry <laughs> experts like Derek Jeter and Reese Witherspoon. That or we still the learned, Orange Cowboy. Or the Orange Cowboy. <laughs> and we still learned a lot from these folks, uh, even even Jeter, and uh, who I was not a fan of before because I was a Red Sox guy growing up. But that's okay. So I like, loved Derek Jeter yeah, surprisingly I'm, more than real, I liked he's um, a real angel. Reese Witherspoon session. I feel yeah. like it had a lot to do with family businesses. He talked about mowing his grandparents' lawn, which I was like, grasshopper. It's very aspirational. And I think these things are online. You can you can listen. Yeah. You can go back and watch I do them. know the general sessions are on their YouTube yep. page because I was doing a little refresher course. Yeah. And a lot of them are worth your time, I promise. So we, we, split, we split up over those three days and um, you hit sessions and I hit sessions and we came back and we made our notes. And if you're watching, you can see this is 142 pages of that's um, probably just half of so, it. Yeah, and it's abbreviated of session notes. Um, we're not going to go through all those today. It's um, still it, less than our persona still, Yeah, less works. than our persona notes we usually do. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're going to go through some of the highlights that, that we saw uh, in, in Inbound. Um, and then we'll continue to talk about these on the podcast and on uh, the website and social and things like that over the next probably couple of months because there's quite a bit of stuff. I actually wore orange today in honor of HubSpot. If you're listening, just picture orange. If you're looking, bright orange, America's brightest. Go Pokes! <laughs> always promoting the Oklahoma State. Cowboys. I'm always promoting. I'm a marketer. They're not a sponsor. What I do. They're not even close to a sponsor. They Should, can be. Okay, well, we'll work on that as well. Um, so, <laughs> so there's one topic today. There's probably one topic moving forward. But today's topic is inbound recap. And right out of the gate. Uh, we wanted to kind of talk a little bit about what's new in HubSpot. If you're familiar with it, great. If you're not, I hope you were like, wow, that sounds cool. If you want to get familiar with it, give us a call. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to give you a demo. Um, but HubSpot is all in. The, if there was only one thing that everyone talked about this year, Taylor, what was it? A-I. A and I. Artificial intelligence. It, it was. We kind of guessed that was going to be the case. Yeah, and, you definitely did. And it was. Um and HubSpot is all in on this. They have integrated AI into every part of uh, their platform. Uh, even things are, some things are in beta right now that are like yeah. really, really cool. Um, other stuff is already out and available to use. Um, I mean, I, I have a bulleted list here I'm going to go through. So, you know, if you want to know more, HubSpot.com slash new is where they have all this yes. stuff at. But uh, they've, they've tied an a image generator into Dolly. So if you're creating a social post on there or looking for an image for your email, you can use that to look up uh, and create your own images now. I'm so excited about that one. I, yeah, I've been playing with it a little bit. It still does the six, seven, eight, and ten finger people yeah. situation. So like that stuff. You have to but, really look for it, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it, so it's, it's, uh, it's okay. But like, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice they have that in there. Um, text iteration is everywhere. So if you want help writing a subject line or a headline or uh, a full blog even, um, you can write that and ask their AI to kind of rewrite it in another tone of voice or uh, different um I think like shorter, longer, shorter, longer. Too. Yeah, they have like yeah. casual, formal. It's kind of like a Grammarly um, tune. Or we kind of did that for our persona work, but we did it by hand. And so now that's really exciting. Yeah, and and it's just sitting there. So those are the you know when I said AI was going to be part of HubSpot, that's kind of what I thought. I mean, mm-hmm. well, they'll probably have the tech stuff, and I bet the images are are, are going to be coming. And they all were; those were there. The stuff I didn't see coming for AI for them was these AI generated reports. Oh yeah, these, uh, this thing can't call. So the AI generated reports basically um, what 
HubSpot's done is taken, you know, if you've ever used ChatGPT and you, you're, you're basically getting in, internet information kind of um, roboted down to you, HubSpot's taking your actual install and all the, the data points that you have in it, and they're using that as your basis for what the AI is, is learning from. Which is awesome. It's incredible. So you can go in there and say, you know, show me, you know, show me the next seven uh, leads that are ready to close in the next week. And it'll, boom, AI pulls all those reports for you. Or right now you go in and you can kind of manually make your own reports. And it's not tough, but like, mm, it can yeah, be confusing kind of, sometimes. There's prompts you can follow. Yeah. You can clone, I believe, to yeah. old reports, but all, it's yeah. hard. There's it, a lot not of factors. A, it's not as cool. Yeah. So AI reporting is new. They have a thing called Campaign Assistant, which is uh, promising. I don't think it's quite there yet. Yeah, isn't that still in beta? Uh, I signed up for it. Good question. It's, it's, a, it's a URL from the... I, I saw during my demo, I happened to notice the URL the lady was using, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I wrote it down. That's um, smart. I won't say it on the, on the air. But um, yeah, it's a campaign assistant basically says you can go in and use a, similar to a, a chat GPT prompt, you can use a campaign prompt and say, this is my audience, this is my call to action, um, this is the message, and this is what I'm selling or my service or whatever. And the campaign assistant will create a landing page for you off of that information. It'll an create email an email for you off of that information. Letter. It'll create Facebook and Google and LinkedIn and Instagram. I think maybe even TikTok. I'm maybe maybe saying Ooh. maybe talking out of school there. That but might it, be a potential that idea. That might be potential. If not. So it, it 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 creates those things for you as kind of like a, a base. And much like I think everything else with AI, it's not going to do the whole job. At right. least not yet. So it kind of gives you a baseline to go in and say, hey, I, you know, this these are these are the things I need. Here's the page, here's the campaign, here's the email, and then a human still needs to go in right. and I tweak like those things. That was one of the main topics. It's not yeah. robots are taking your job, like you've said on the podcast yeah. many, many of times, but how to make AI work for you. The quote we heard, which I, I guess is a famous quote, I keep hearing it over and over, and I don't know who said it, was um, that AI was not going to take your job, but someone who knew how to use AI would. Oh, yeah, that's so. a good quote. So that's kind of where what they're what they're up to, and there's tons of stuff. There's stuff in the sales hub. There was um, LinkedIn integration with Sales Navigator. Navigator, yeah. LinkedIn is like an official partner with HubSpot now. ChatSpot. Um, ChatSpot. Let's talk about ChatSpot. Yeah. So ChatSpot. It is a weird kind of name. Yeah. ChatSpot. I get it. But Darmish it, prefaced that at his general session too. He's like, I, I realized after that it was, it was a weird name. <laughs> well, they haven't changed it. So um, ChatSpot is basically their version of ChatGPT, and it's its own thing. It has a ton of prompts. They're adding new ones. They make it a lot, e a lot easier, I would say, than ChatGPT because they prompt you along the way on what to do. Right. So you have options on things you can ask for. One of the things that ChatSpot can do uh, with the regular ChatBot uh, that you can install on your website is if you have a knowledge base full of answers, uh, the new AI will crawl your knowledge base, giving your website um, chat bot very brand and product specific answers where the, you know, the general internet is not quite that way. Like right. it's a little looser. So again, using the data points and the content that you have in HubSpot to formulate AI responses, that's pretty big. I mean, people were cheering over this uh, at, at the event. It was awesome. I feel like uh, the CEO HubSpot, I'm going to mispronounce her name, Yaman, I believe. Uh, closer she, than I would get. She said that um, we're going from predictive AI, like AI has always been around, to generative, generative yeah. AI. And generative AI is taking us from the age of information and to the age of intelligence. And it's all about how to make that intelligence work for you. What you do with the intelligence. Yeah. yeah. Insights, information, intelligence. 
So that that was that you know there was a lot more like I said hubspot.com slash new and you can get into demoing it and playing with it and all that stuff uh, and learning much much deeper than we're going to be able to go in in our short little podcast here. We but, could talk for hours, but we won't do that to you. <laughs> we'll reference it on and on and on. But yeah, it's 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 here to stay and it's uh, pretty cool. So um, what other AI things in your sessions did you hear or see that were like oh that's pretty cool? I feel like um, kind of one of my main common denominators across the board was um, about human connectivity and how you're using AI to do kind of a personalized approach Mm -hmm. and how AI has changed not only anything or um, intelligence, but also the consumer journey as a whole. Like people are, as we know, after COVID, a lot of people are more demanding um, I know your favorite guy, Jay, who we'll talk about later. Oh, yeah, let about, me say it. Don't, you okay. don't, don't say it. I'll say Jay's name. Okay, okay. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Erase that, Brandon. <laughs> but um, kind of talking about consumer journey and about how it all changed with AI and how to kind of humans want more of an interaction that's personalized instead yeah. of personal and that's different than, hey, insert token here. Um, what's your problem? People do not want to talk to somebody online and repeat their problem and their pain points over and over and over again. They want a catered response and they want to, as we know, like meet people where they are. But yeah, the, the phrase was, I think in my pile of notes here was um, personal, not personalized. Yeah. Going from yeah. clicks to conversion. And, and, re- and, pers- and the difference, you know, personalized means um, I, if I have some data points about you, I have your name or your city where right. you're at or whatever. I can drop those in as tokens or kind of I, I can mass an email out to everybody. But depending on who you are, you will see a different name or city. Right. Yeah. That's personalized. Personal means I actually know your a human, yeah. <laughs> human style. I know who you are. I know what your problem is. I'm going to give you a, a more tailored response to it versus kind of a mass personalization. Yeah, yeah. They already know your pain points before you're going on there. You don't have to listen to elevator music or wait on the phone and then follow up with an email and then follow. everybody knows that's a pain point and we yeah. have the AI to help solve consumers' needs. Yeah, that, that's that was that was a big that was also yeah I hit that in a lot of my sessions. And then as well. processes too about how you can streamline and make things more efficient within your business operations to kind of have one source of truth. I know that's a common theme that a lot of marketers know also, but with automations and with um, these new insights too. Yeah, but it was exciting. Yeah. I learned so much. So much AI. Um, the other thing that happened, since you kind of teased him, I'm going to go straight to it. Oh, sorry. We're going to skip the next one and go to this launch. one. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, I have a new hero, and his name is Jay Schwedelson. I think I said it right. Jay Schwedelson. Yeah. I'm going to say it twice in case I said it wrong the first time. I think that sounds good. He practiced. I think everybody knew this guy but me when I got there. And I maybe had heard him speak before, but I, I went to two sessions with him. He's an email guru. He's an everything guru. He's amazing. Yeah, he's really, really smart. He's the guy. Yeah, very smart. Um, and he gave a session on kind of hacks and tips and things to uh, better your open rates. And he had another session where it was a, kind of a fun debate style between uh, what's more important, open rate or click rate. And yes, he took with the, Nancy. With Nancy, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he took the position of uh, open rate because you can't click if you don't open. Right. Which I've thought for a long time. So that, that you know, that was incredible. Um, Not and um, too, it's all about engaging and what gets you the open rate too. What gets you the win rate. So some of the gems that he tossed out that I wrote down that I'm a big fan of. He's, the main one was that everything you know about spam filters is wrong. Yeah, there's a lot of outdated marketing practices every, that people and, are telling you. And everyone picks up the same um, 
practice and just kind of repeats it and repeats yeah. it. So that's why you see it a lot across the internet. Jay does a lot of testing. He's all about testing. Test, 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 test is, is his mantra. It, Which seemed, is great. it seemed like, yeah. So he kind of has more, a little bit more um, data to back up some of his claims. But one of his was that, you know, the spam filters that you're hearing, or the spam rules that you're hearing, and I'll give you a couple. Usually here, don't use all caps in a subject line. Right, and I love all caps. <laughs> I mean, if you want to yell at someone, but like the idea is that you—that's that's an immediate flag. He I says might that, emphasize. Jay says it's not true. Yeah. That that's a rule from 15 years ago. Right. Um, he, you know, if you want to use emojis, that's perfectly fine. If you want to use words like free, mm-hmm. you know, there's no, oh, you can't say you have free or special or anything. But it's a lie. It turns you out it, it's not it. true. You can use those words. Um, there are still some things you can do that will get you into a spam filter or a spam folder rather with your email. But um, like a lot of those have to do with yeah, attachments is one. A lot of it has to do more though with technical things like the um, uh, opt-in, the rate of, oh, how did he phrase it? It has more to do with like the sender. So like not mm-hmm. you at all, your content, but like who's sending your email? Do, yeah. they, have a, do they have a favorable uh, rate of, of delivery? Do people, have they been reporting them from as spam, things like that? But it also ties into the personalization point. How's that? Um, because this is one of his points. I don't know if you want to say it about no, who, go ahead. who it's from, personalization. Oh, he yeah. was saying that if it's from a person, like from Sam Littlefield at Littlefield Agency versus from Littlefield Agency, you're more likely to open it and more likely to engage with it because it's from a person. Yeah, so if it came from a personal inbox versus, or looked like it did, versus coming from support at. Oh, and then what did yeah. he say about the profile picture too, which I thought was awesome. Oh yeah, awesome. He's, he's all about animating or uh, making your profile photo stand out in some way so that uh, you, he had a lot of tricks like that. I know, he has so many tricks. Uh, here's a couple of others. Uh, so that, that was one. Um, he talked about personalizations here on my list. He, uh, this one kind of blew my mind. The average B to C uh, brand sends three emails per week, and the average B to B sends four. A yeah, week. that was nuts. That's a lot of content. That's a lot of content. He said, "Do that also to like preface it with send good co- content." <laughs> yeah, too. yeah. You can't just send junk. It has to be good, relevant, right? Reasonably good content for folks to want to open. That was one of my points too from the general sessions. Is that but the amount of content with AI is only going to increase, but it's about how to make your content stand out when everyone's using AI and how to make more um, quantity-based content versus just spitting out content. Yeah, it's that rule's always gonna be there for everybody. It's good to know. Good to know. Um, unsubscribes are good, Jay says. Oh yeah, that was groundbreaking, I yeah. feel like. Everyone's like, I've kind what? Of th- I, this aligned with something I had thought in the past too, uh, anyhow. You said it about unfollows, didn't you? Uh, no, I said, no. <laughs> I, said about Never unsu- mind. I said about unsubscribes, um, and unsubscribes are different than spam reports. So if you're getting marked for spam, uh, if you're seeing you're being marked for spam in some of your emails, that's not great. Yeah, it's a settings but unsubscribes, problem. you know, his whole attitude on it was they don't want you, you don't want them. They're just tearing your open rates down. Yeah. And on top of that, don't assume that your content or your email is the reason they unsubscribe. Right. A lot of people unsubscribe for all sorts of reasons. They may have changed jobs, changed right. industries, had a bad day, and they're cleaning everyone out of their inbox. And they might come back they to you. Might they might come back. It's, it's where you hit them on their um, consumer journey, it's tying a, back to it's that a, point. It's a goodbye for now, we'll see you later situation. So yeah. unsubscribes, you don't need to obsess over them, is what Jay says. Exactly. And, I, and I believe what Jay says. And, and then I'll, I, I, have, I have others on here. I'm just going to leave this one, last one. Uh, the rule of zeros and fives. Oh, yeah. I love that one. Yeah. And the example that he's saying, basically in, in any numbers that you're presenting in your subject lines, um, people are going to be more likely to uh, open or react or engage with 
a number that does not end in a zero or a five. And this has a, there's a psychological reason for this. I don't really, I'm not a psychologist, but I know exactly what he's talking about. Cause yeah. the, the example he gave was, um, it said, you know, join 12,000 other subscribers or join 11,482 other subscribers. Which of these would you, are you, is your brain and your eye more drawn the to? The weird number. It's the weird number, yeah. And we both figured out too, we set our alarms at weird times yeah. too. I don't know how many other people, I thought it was just me thing. And I was like, yeah, I love weird numbers. 1104, perfect, yeah. I'll meet you there. Yeah, I, exactly correct. I get up at 737 or something every day. Yeah, yeah. I so, feel like it's lucky. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he was dead on with that. So, like, that made total sense. And we'll, we'll spend a whole podcast in the future talking about uh, Jay and his email uh, tips and tricks. Cause and hot takes. Hot takes, because there are many. Um, but, yeah, he's out there. Uh, his website's subjectline.com. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend uh, giving it a visit. He's got a podcast. I think he's just started up. Oh, I thought it had do been out. Do This, Not That. Do This, Not That. Yes. I thought that had been out for a while. And guess what? It's it's, it's fairly new. new. Yeah. It's, um, he showed a chart. He's like number 10 for Apple Podcast and Marketing. Too. I was I, like, well, we got to get on that list. He's a, well, trying. He's on his way to number one. He's a smart guy. So uh, that's enough about Jay. But uh, Oh, wait. One more point before uh, we leave Jay. Jay. Okay. Tell him about um, his presentation style. Oh. His what? format. You, oh, how terrible it was? It wasn't perfect. And I kind of <laughs> love that because I work for a lot of companies and I do love a perfect PowerPoint and I will always do one. But it was kind of like risky and dangerous because his, his it was, was all over the place. His deck was very, very raw. It was just slapped together. But it made an <laughs> impact. It was, it was it was charming nonetheless, yes. It was hilarious. Um, we had some other stuff that, we, you know, SEO is changing. I, this is something I get asked a lot is how is um, AI affecting SEO for my website? And uh, if you take a step back, it's a little bit more complicated question. Uh, fragmentation of search is, is happening. It's here and it's been happening for a while as social has started kind of kicking in as folks main discovery point for, right. um, for searches and they find out about the product like before they even go to your website, they'll look, they'll look for the product on TikTok or right. Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever. They, they, they're engaging with it in places other than Google. So Google has made some shifts in, in how they're, um, presenting search results and you've probably noticed in the top of your search results, it eats up a big chunk of real estate in search and SERP um, is AI results. And um, they, they're, they're testing AI. You can't game that, though. You know, the, thing, yeah. the thing for regular SEO is there's best practices and things you can do mechanically and with your content to make sure that you rank higher and to help you rank higher. The AI stuff right now, you, you just need to have good content. What they believe is if you're kind of an established brand, and have a lot of kind of internet authority, you're going to show up more frequently there. There's nothing I can do right now right. <laughs> to get you to show up in, in AI search results. And they do take up a lot of space. Organic links are the ones we're all used to. That's the second uh, kind of search option that's still out there for SEO. Still continue to do all the things you're doing there. And uh, Google's rolling out another one. And this is counter to the AI, along with that whole personalization concept. Personal concept, yeah. Uh, is, it's called Perspectives. And what Perspectives is, is uh, Google goes out and based on whatever your search topic or brand may be, they go and find social media or video reviews or things like that that they can put together their, their actual human curated content. Oh, okay. So if I went out and looked for um, Folgers Coffee, I don't know why I would. I would they know. show you like a YouTube short of it? Possibly. I feel like so it someone's might doing, have been yeah. beta tested. Yeah, yeah. You, you might have seen these. So the AI result would come back and kind of give you an AI answer on what, probably very Wikipedia-like, on what um, 
Folgers coffee is. I like and, that. It's a more they, personalized touch. It's more human. The other one is more like people talking about it, giving a review, and it's it's it's, it's the counter to the AI. So Google's kind of playing with this right now. They've got they're going hard on AI as everyone else is. They have this personal kind of balance to it, and then they've got the old uh, organic links kind of hanging there in the middle. So, yeah. <laughs> so SEO is in the middle of change. Uh, we don't have anything to tell you in terms of what what to do or not do, but just continue to create good content. And right, make sure good you're, quality content. Yeah, that, that's always the answer to don't everything. Spread yourself too thin was another. My guy Neil Patel was there, and I got a picture oh, I knew with him. And drop his name. Oh yeah, I love Neil. He's great. I feel like Jay and him kind of have similar vibes. It's short, digestible, good tips, yeah. and that are different than anyone else. But he's great. I got a picture with him. Listened to like two of his sessions. But he was saying how to stand out um, in the AI world when everyone's using AI. Everyone's going to start doing kind of a Where's Waldo effect if the content's going to start looking the same. So how to optimize your website copy and just kind of your search rankings in order to rate higher. And he said, um, you might in the next couple of years start to do more human copy so it doesn't crawl if everything's going to look the same. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I did not attend Neil's session, I love Neil. uh, but, uh, I, I heard similar in another and one. Eric, I was in. His, um, marketing school podcast co-host. I um, mentioned him in Instagram and HubSpot actually reposted it, but I said podcast co-host swap. Oh yeah, you're trying. You're trying hard to get. I'm us always in. plugging the podcast. I love the podcast. <laughs> I listened to it before I even started Littlefield. I was like, I gotta work here. Uh, is there an is there an embarrassing sound you can add? Let's I think see. it's endearing. What do we got? Oh, well, that's as close as we're gonna get. <laughs> I feel like that's a, my sitcom. It's but I'm. Uh, that you know that's it for today. We had one more section on LinkedIn, but I don't want to do it. Okay. We'll talk about LinkedIn later. It's your year of LinkedIn. If you want to save it for just one episode. I want to give a whole, I want to dedicate a whole episode to LinkedIn. So you love LinkedIn. We'll talk about that one later. Um, If you want to hear a little bit more though, about uh, our adventures at inbound, we have a recap article up on the website under our POV section. And there will be a handful of other um, kind of breakdown articles coming out here in the next uh, week or so. Yeah. So. And great um, TikToks, Instagram Reels, too. Yeah. It was so fun. Yeah. And learning lots, but also fun. <laughs> so what, 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 Brandon, what are you doing with your finger there? Oh, he's, he, he's, he's ready to get us out. He That's said, what it is. Guys, we've got work to do. Yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> Should we sing the Sound of Music song? That's twice I've heard Sound of Music reference this morning. Really? Yeah. Tom Weird. said, he's, well, oh, we won't get into that. All right, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. And that's a wrap. We hope you've enjoyed our little chat and found ways to grow your own marketing strategies. Remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on social media at Littlefield Agency.